Amen. If you would tonight, turn your Bibles, please, to Psalms 107. And I'd just like to begin to read in verse 1. And we'll just read a little while. Because this is a psalm of praise. In Psalms 107, beginning in verse 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gather them out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their souls fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. And He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, and for His wonderful works in the children of men. For He satisfieth the longing soul, and filleth the hunger soul with goodness, such as sit in darkness and in shadow of death being bound in affliction and in iron, because he rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works in the children of men. For He has broken the, the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in asunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhors all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare His works with rejoicing. They that go down to sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens, heaven, and go down again to the depth. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro, and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wits' end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh this storm a calm, so the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet, and he bringeth them into their desired heaven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Pray with me. Father, we pray in these next few moments that we could learn to praise your holy name in every circumstance that we're brought into. Bless us now, we do pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I was reading these verse, this whole chapter, and there's four times here 
beginning in verse 8, verse 15, verse 21, and verse 31, that God repeats himself. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works as children of men. Now, this psalm is a psalm of praise. Verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. This psalm gives a plain picture of a sinner that is found in the Bible. This psalm gives us a picture of what we are saved from so we can have great reason for always praising the Lord. I, uh, one of my joys as a pastor and being in the service of the Lord all these years is being able to lead people to saving faith. And I was just the other day thinking of different ones when I meet people I haven't seen for a long time and I get to see them and led them to the Lord some years ago and see their lives change and like some of the people who came to church Sunday and, and what a pleasure that is to meet them and to see their lives change and they go it on for the Lord and you want to stop a minute and say oh praise the Lord for what he's done uh, to men verse 4 I want you to know we have a picture here of four different ways that a sinner is pictured here, beginning in verse 4. Uh, verse 4 says that he's a wanderer. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Now, a sinner is one who has wandered away from God, one who has gone astray. Isaiah 53, verse 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's a picture of a lost sinner. In, G in, in Jesus' great parable of Luke chapter 15, and I don't have time to go back there and read it all, but I'd just like to show you something from that a parable in Luke chapter 15. Jesus told of three things, three lost things, a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost boy. Yeah, number one is a wandering lost sheep. A sheep that has gone astray. That's a picture of a sinner. The sheep shows the stupidity of sin. You think about it. You take a cat, take him away from home, let him loose, you find his way back home. You take an old hound dog hunting way out in the woods, let him get lost, yet he'll find his way back home. You take a sheep just a small way from home, and you can't, he can't find his way back. Someone has to go help him find his way back. And that's the same way a sinner is. A sinner can't find his way to God. He has to be led to back to God. That's a picture of a sinner. The parable of the lost coin. I was thinking about this. That coin did not know it was lost. That shows the stupidity of sin. People lost as sinners don't know they're lost. It takes preachers and Christians and truth as the Spirit of God to help a sinner to know they need Jesus and they need to be saved from their sins. Then you have the parable of the lost boy. The parable of the lost boy who delivered, went away from his father's home until he came to himself. This parable shows the depravity of sin. This all shows the sinner as a wanderer. Now let's go back to Psalms 107. Look at verse 10. Such as sat in darkness and in the shadow of death being bound in affliction and iron. Here's a picture of a sinner in captivity. Uh, notice affliction and iron. Uh, sin shackles people. 
Sin binds people. Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, verse 36 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So a sinner is bound, a Christian is loosed. A sinner is bound, a Christian is free. Just like Samson was bound by fetters of brass. And the sinner is bound by his sins. Now, Psalms 107, now look at verse 24. Verse 24. These are the works of the Lord, and His wonders in the deep. Verse 30. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So He bringeth them unto their desired haven. Here's a picture of a sinner as a sailor on the sea of a storm uh, sea and God sins. He can't do anything but just wait for God to quiet the storm. Thank God for verses like 1 John 1, 7. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. You know, I guess that's one verse I quote more than any else to myself. Uh, over and over, I quote that verse. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Man, that set us free, amen? In Psalms 107, four times God said, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. I don't think there's nothing that brings me more pleasure than seeing a sinner brought back to Christ or brought to Christ for salvation and seeing a change in their life and they're set free. In Psalms 107, a sinner is pictured as a wanderer, a captive, a person with an incurable disease, a storm, tossed sailor, about to drown. But in this chapter is given the remedy. And I thank God I know one who can walk on water. Amen? And stay the storm. That's Jesus. Four times God says, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Psalms 145 verse 5 says, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. When a sinner sees the wondrous works of the Almighty, he has to praise the Lord. Amen. I, I tell people this all the time. How in the world can anybody see that moon coming up like it did last night and not so there's a God. Amen. The wonderful works of God. And you have to walk away and say, Praise the Lord for God. Praise the Lord for His Savior. The wonderful works of creation. The Bible starts off with, In the beginning God created. When a man sees a tree, an animal, a sea, the mountain, the lush green valleys, and all that there is in the old world, and admits to himself, only God could create all this. And only God can give birth. And only God can heal diseases. And only God can save sinners like us. You have to stop and say, Oh, that men would praise the Lord. The wonderful work of inspiration. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible is a miracle book. And only God could be the author of this book. The, uh, the lasted uh, for centuries. It's changed uh, continents. It's led great civilizations. It's the only true guide to get to God. This is the only source of true information to show sinful man how to get to holy God. 
Jesus is the only way, John 14, verse 6. Jesus loves mankind, John 3, 16. Jesus' blood is the only remedy for God, to God except clean, and that can cleanse and save a sinner, 1 John 1, 7. This book, the Bible, is a miracle book. And it inspires us sinners to praise the Lord God for His wonderful salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. The wonder of heaven itself. It's a wonderful thought and it's a wonderful promise of Almighty God. Every born-again, blood-bought sinner saved by God's grace will one day live with Almighty God who created all things according to Psalms 107 verse 1. Look at it. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His, His mercy endureth forever. Saved from all sins, what a wonder. And when I read this psalm, and remember something, when God says one thing in the Bible, when He says it once, that's enough. But when He says it over, He's saying, pay attention, you're... Uh, just read where he repeats himself and read after that. And he's giving them doctrinal truths after that. And when I read here in this psalm where he repeated himself four times, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. I laugh at people. You know, some people, they over the years, they've kept records of everything that I've preached on. And they come to me and say, Pastor, you preached that before. And I said, really? I would never do that. And I said, do you realize how the little book that is? And you preach it for, for 50-something years. You study this book and preach it for the number of sermons that I have preached. Uh, I think Mary was telling me the other day, how many sermons I preached? 400-something on that podcast? Oh, now it's done going up. 507? And don't look at it. I don't want to know. 507. 507 sermons. You think about it. You preach 507 sermons out of, out of that little book about God. you got to repeat yourself. And by the way, uh, my uh, teacher in school taught me something. Repeating something gets you to remember it. Amen? And God... Re- huh? 520. Yes, you would. But anyhow, it, it took a bit. You can't believe how many people keep account of every time I preach something and what I preached on. And come back, you preach the same name, preacher. Yes, ma'am, because that's the book. Amen. And, and the wonderful truth is it, it never gets old. It never gets old. I read it sometimes. Sometimes I get up in the morning, have my coffee and Oreo, and I'm sitting there reading my Bible, just, just reading. And uh, big old tears that come to my eyes and my heart gets warm and the presence of the Lord so there. I wouldn't take nothing in the world for it. It's a miracle book. And what it, what it does is it leads sinners to salvation in Christ Jesus. And to see the change in people's lives. And the one hope I got for this fellow, and I, I've told you this before, I wish I could turn a key and change his life, but I can't. And I don't know a doctor. I don't know any kind of medication. Because I've dealt with so many people, they get hooked on uh, some kind of alcoholic beverage or they get on some kind of medication. And almost there's no hope for them, but it's one. And that's God. God can change anything. And brother, I believe it. 
and God can take care of him. And and I can't do it though, but I know God can. And I just every time I read that Psalm 107, all I can do is come away and say, "Praise the Lord, Amen, for His goodness and His mercy." Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we would tonight, as best we know how, praise Your holy name day in and day out for all the good things You've done for us. We hear people going around today talking about everything is bad. Everything is bad. It's terrible. But Lord, You are so good to us. It's unbelievable sometimes the way You bless us. But we do praise Your name for it. Bless us and watch over us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.